What is going on guys and welcome back to the Sports Session with Alec Ramirez. As always, I'm your host, Alec Ramirez. And now first off, I want to give a huge shout out to our new sponsor. A huge thank you to Fresco Fit. That's one of my brothers in this hat game. He's got some fire stuff coming in the near future. So make sure you give him a follow. I also want to give a huge shout out to Daniel and Fabian over at DNF Kicks who will now be going by the Retail Boys. They got a store opening up at the Northridge Mall in Salinas, California on March 1st. So make sure you go check them out for all your sneaker and hype wear needs. Now let's get into the final four for the NFL this year. First off, let's start with the Green Bay Packers. Well, what can you say about Green Bay, man? The offense is on a roll. Okay, Devontae Adams, a beast. Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP season. And it just seems like right now all the pieces are working for Aaron Rodgers. Alan Lazard and Robert Tanyan both came up big on crucial drives for the Packers this past week. Lazard tallying 98 yards and a touchdown on just four catches, getting it done for Aaron Rodgers, while Jalen Ramsey occupied Devontae Adams for the time being. Now, Adams was able to find himself in the end zone on a motion play for a two-yard score. Now, I just want to get into this real quick. A lot of people were trying to blame Jalen Ramsey for the score, but let me break something down to you. When a quarterback is running all the way across the field, somebody should be trying to help out. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case, and Jalen Ramsey didn't get accounted for that touchdown. However, in my mind, and on Sportsesh, we are not going to put that touchdown on Jalen Ramsey. We know the truth. Like Draco the Ruler says, the eye test never fails. Okay? Now, Aaron Rodgers got it done. Both Aarons of Green Bay utilized their legs this past weekend. Jones having 99 yards to go along with the touchdown, while Rodgers found himself rushing for a touchdown as well. He also threw for borderline 300 yards and two touchdowns. Now, with the Packers looking as sharp as they are, I have to be honest, I'm waiting for the yearly lawn chair fold. The Packer defense, especially the secondary, has been playing out of its mind these past four games. Defensively, they've been keeping teams under 20 points, and that's their past four opponents, okay? That is a hot streak. Now, I can't lie to you. I'm sitting here waiting for the Packers to fold. It doesn't seem like it's really going to come with this year's defense, but nonetheless, in the past, I have seen it before, so I'm very skeptical as to see if we're going to see it happen. Now, let's talk about their opponents this weekend. We have the GOAT, Tom Brady, and the Bucks. Now, the Buccaneers have had some trouble getting through New Orleans, but who knew that it would take a trip to the NFC Championship for them to finally get past them? Well, then again, they do have the GOAT, Tom Brady, and it is the playoffs, so can we really be a whole lot surprised? Now, Brady did have a very mediocre game throwing for 200 yards and two touchdowns. However, it does seem like the Brady playoff magic drizzled upon the Buccaneers defense, intercepting Drew Brees three times while continuously keeping him under pressure. Now, the running game does still worry me as Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette were both held to under 65 yards apiece. Now, if there was time to get the legs going for the Bucks, the time is now. Especially if you're going into Lambeau Field where it's super cold. I don't just mean getting them hot because you got to stay warm. I mean getting hot like you need to score over 100 rushing yards against the Packers defense in order to open up everything else. Now, the matchup this week is huge for both quarterbacks. However, I do think it means more to Aaron Rodgers than it does Tom. Now, let's face it real quick. Tom Brady will ride off into the sunset as the greatest quarterback to lace up a pair of cleats, at least for my generation. Now, Aaron Rodgers needs another ring to solidify his spot as one of the all-time greats. 
in my opinion. He's a hell of a QB, a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. But when we talk about the Montanas and the Bradys and the Mannings, I just don't have Aaron in that conversation. Now, if somehow he can pull off a win, it'll do a whole lot for his name and his resume in the GOAT conversation. Unfortunately, I just don't see the game going that way. Now, I know we're in Lambeau. I know Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP season. And I know Devontae Adams is putting on a clinic every single week, no matter who you line up in front of him. But this is Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Mr. Six Rings, the GOAT, people. You really think he is in this deep in the playoffs to lose? Knock it off. Knock it off. Come on. I also feel... Like I said, the package defense is just due for a folding. Jar Alexander, of course, will do his thing, but Tom's made a career of picking apart the weaker links on opposing defenses. It'll definitely be a shootout, but at some point, I do see the Buccaneers' defense having to compile several stops to keep their offense rolling and scoring. If Ronald Jones can get going early, I like the Bucks' chances of utilizing him on the field and Fournette in the red zone. I've said it before, Ronald Jones is a dual back while Fournette is a power back. Fournette is a bulldozer at running back. He can easily power through a D-line for six, whereas Ronald Jones has the ability to pass catches, which Tom loves. He can be a viable option, a checkdown option on a crucial third and shorts, and that's exactly what the Bucks need for a recipe for success. So, with that being said, going into this week, this Sunday, I'm going to go with the GOAT and Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. for the win. Thank you very much. Calling it. Now let's move on over to the AFC. Let's talk about the hottest team in football, the Buffalo Bills. An offense who, like Tampa's, does struggle with the run. But woo-hoo-hoo-wee, that pass game is something else. Stephon Diggs had yet another 100-yard game, going for 8 catches and 106 yards on a touchdown. Now the duo of Diggs and Allen are in complete sync right now, and that can only mean disaster for opposing defenses. Their matchup with Baltimore was just how I expected it to be, a battle between two tremendous defenses waiting for an offense to slip up, and fortunately for the Buffalo Bills, the Baltimore offense slipped up first. Jackson threw a ball into the end zone, allowing Teron Johnson and the Bills defense to capitalize on a 101-yard pick six, and from there, truly folks, the game went south for Baltimore, uh, bad enough to where Lamar Jackson did have to exit the game on an injury, and I have to be honest with you, from there, the Bills just kept their foot on the pedal. I got mad love for Lamar Jackson, like I've said on previous episodes. However, it just wasn't his year. It's Josh Allen's time, and I really hope people start taking his name very serious. Now, let's talk about the reigning champs. They had themselves a bit of a scare this week. During the game with the Browns, Patrick Mahomes took a nasty shot, and it didn't look good for Kansas. He was ruled out by concussion, so the Chiefs had to turn to backup quarterback Chad Heen. That's right, Chad Heen, same one that was on the... Jaguars to secure the win in the late fourth quarter after Baker and the Browns mounted a mini comeback I would say now in the end he tucked it off for a gutsy second down run followed by a quick pass to Tyreek Hill to close out the game sending Kansas to the AFC championship yet again now before the injury Mahomes did have 255 yards and a touchdown now going forward it's going to be very critical to the entire Chiefs to see how much that hit really affected Mahomes. Now going forward with this Sunday's matchup, we'll have to see if Mahomes is indeed at 100%. He's been limited at practice while still under concussion protocol, and Andy Reid really hasn't given a clear yes or no if Mahomes is 100%. Now I don't see the Chiefs playing without Mahomes if he is available to be quite honest with you. He's 
just too crucial to the backbone of this offense. Without him, it'll definitely be a huge void to fill, and I don't see Heen really getting the job done the entire game. The Chiefs' defense has definitely been on a mission this postseason, giving Mahomes and the Chiefs crucial stops and takeaways so that they're able to go to work. Now, on the opposite side of the field is a team who really doesn't have a problem. The Bills are sound when it comes to passing, and they'll need to run on all cylinders against a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Defensively, the Bills have the best defense in the playoffs, point blank period. Now from the secondary to the line, everyone is 10 toes down and believes in one another. They're anchored by two high profile safeties in Micah Hyde and Jordan Proyer. The Bills will definitely need to force the Chiefs to surrender several takeaways if they want a chance at beating the defending champs. Now one thing I've learned in football folks is two things. You don't bet on Tom Brady and you never let your foot off the gas pedal playing Patrick Mahomes. If the Bills can muster away takeaways, from the Chiefs and keep Mahomes off the field, it could definitely be a recipe for success and a huge party for the Bills Mafia this Sunday. So with that being said, folks, it's this simple. I have my GOAT, Tom Brady, and the Bucks playing the Buffalo Bills for the Super Bowl this year. It's going to be very hard for me to decipher through. I really hope I do get that matchup. However, let's the NFL, folks. Anything can happen. But that is going to be all for me this sesh. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Once again, don't forget to follow the podcast page, SSWA Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you give a follow to the Retail Boys. Shout out to G the Great for the intro music. And don't forget to give a follow to our new sponsor, Fresco Fitted. Thank you guys very much, and I will see you guys at the next sesh. Peace.